Welcome to the trials and tribulations of a 40-something. My name is Amanda and my main goal with this podcast is to share other people's journey. How they faced challenges and struggles but yet turned their lives around. If this can give another person a sense of hope that they can do the same and move forward in a positive way, well then I am fulfilling my goal. Today I was joined by Miriam, who is a three times award winner for Forbes Top 50, brand consultant and a positive mindset and self-belief advocate. We chatted about the challenges Miriam has faced, the benefits of gratitude, how we can sometimes overcomplicate things and the importance of keeping your vibration high. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Hello. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Now, before we go any further, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Miriam. Yes, I love it with your Irish accent as well. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to like pronounce it wrong. And that's like not, not professional and not nice <laughs> if I'm calling you the wrong name uh, that's okay a lot of people uh, wonder about my name and the spelling but you're doing amazing oh you're so kind thank you my dear uh, so uh, finally our paths have connected how many times have we attempted this yes <laughs> that is true it's all in the timing isn't it yes the universe obviously had decided no not yesterday not earlier <laughs> third time lucky that's third right lucky. that's right so you're doing good keeping I'm, well yeah I'm really good I feel good I've had an amazing day amazing few weeks and I'm ready to rock and roll I love I love that I'm on your podcast oh I am so thrilled to have you on my podcast so first things first um three times award winner for Forbes top 50 well Correct. excuse me <laughs> Yeah, just a just a little thing there, just a little little mark on the on the resume on the CV. Um, yeah, I don't wow. I don't usually make a big deal of it. Um, long story short, I guess you're wanting to know about it. That's why you brought it up. Yeah, I just thought I would throw it into the conversation <laughs> there. You know, just just to say, uh, oh, yes, of course, I want to know about it. <laughs> okay, all right, so. <laughs> Um, I've worked, I've worked for a lot of global brands, um, in leadership roles and this particular company is a Forbes top 50. They're actually in the top 20. Um, and they have, uh, thousands and thousands of, uh, people who work with them. They call team around the world. So in the Southern hemisphere, um, they have 6,000 employees and, the there's an award they give out every year and it's called leader of the new dawn so the company is luxotica i worked for sunglass hut and basically um the top one percent gets selected each year and they are awarded an award and i won that award um, out of 43 people out of six thousand people were selected um and it was for my leadership of um the teams i was driving i had about 20 locations at that time um, I won three awards that year, which was a record. The maximum someone wins is two. Even one is a big deal in that company. They're amazing. Um, so I won three that year and it blew my mind. I was like, why am I winning all these awards, you know? 
but um that is it was all about team I, I wrote their customer experience program it's in 300 locations in six countries around um the world southern hemisphere and um i did a marketing strategy which got rolled out across all of the asia pacific as well um for their airport businesses so that's why i won those awards amazing individual no honestly i'm very very simple and um pretty goofy and (laughs) and i'm just 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 little old me that's just a a highlight from my career oh i love that i love that so also a brand consultant and a positive mindset and self-belief that's me so as you know (laughs) my podcast is called the trials and tribulations of 40 something and the idea behind the podcast is that uh, very few people get through life without some kind of struggle or challenge or obstacle, uh, loss, grief, yeah. whatever it may be. And so many people have maybe not been dealt the best cards, but somehow have turned their life around in a positive yes. way. So I feel that when somebody can share their story because I, I believe we all have a story to tell um it can give a sense of hope to those who are listening that who are maybe currently going through a difficult time it gives them that sense of hope that they too can kind of mm-hmm. turn their life around mm-hmm. in a positive way so yes. Miriam, your story i'm sure i have no doubt you yes. have one um so Okay. Okay. Based on our topic today, um, I'm going to say the whole, um, you know, obviously it takes, um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, determination and a lot of heart and passion to achieve the things that are, that you've made reference to. Um, and this whole self-confidence, self-belief advocacy is really, really important to me. And that goes back to, um, I didn't have any of those capabilities when I was young. Um, in fact, I was an um, extremely, extremely shy person, which you would probably not ever, ever think of when someone speaks to me. So extremely shy person. Um, huh? I, had, I, came, I grew up in a, in a Turkish family and um, identity was largely molded by uh, the culture. And there were massive expectations Mm -hmm. on women and they really needed to be domesticated, Um, you know, speak when you're spoken to, um, don't be overly confident, Um, don't dress this way, don't put too much makeup on, like don't, 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 don't. It was always don't be yourself and it was always Mm -hmm. this is what a successful Turkish female is and this is what everyone needs to follow. And as a little child, I just really, okay. it didn't sit well with me. Like I just constantly felt, but why am I, I'm a girl. Yep. I know that. But why do I have to sit behind the boys? Uh-huh. Why do the boys get um, the privilege they or why do the boys eat first? Like, why are we being treated differently? And I always um, challenged that, that ideal. I didn't accept it. I didn't follow it. I just would go up to my parents and say, well, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> or I don't want to do that. Or, you know, I, my mom would say I was a little rebellious, but I was very, I was a very good girl. Like I wasn't the kind of child that would sneak out of home and get up to trouble. I didn't do drugs. Like I, I didn't do crazy stuff like that, but I always questioned um, my own identity because it was constantly being scripted. This is how you have to be. Now, yeah. 
yeah, it was kind of like as a female. Yes, you're a yes, exactly. Citizen, so exactly. Speak. That's so how it was. Yeah, and yeah. I just always had this fire inside me, this will to achieve something special in life and to help people and to help others. And little did I know, um, and I'll tell you a quick story. Like I said, I was a child that really found it hard to make friends. I would, I still have memories of sitting outside the classroom. I dread lunchtime. As soon as that bell rang, I dread it. Um, all the kids would go out and play um, in the field and I would stand outside the door of the classroom and just really sad and lonely and scared and literally just want to go back in the um, classroom and get back to learning because I, I was so intimidated by the bullying or, you know, someone coming up to me and saying something to me. No one wanted to play with me. I, I, I mean, it's not that they didn't want to play with me. I was way too shy. Um, and I was scared because I, I was taught to be a certain way and I don't think it was integrating well into the school that I was at, which was full of Australian kids. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay. then um, I had a teacher in grade five. Like I was a C, D, D grade student. I had a teacher in grade five who for some reason saw something in me at the time. Um, she detected it and she just would constantly get me to go up in front of the class each week and draw like the highlight around the border of the chalkboard and she'd only ever ask me to do it. And I used to feel very special and that I had a purpose and she just really um, believed in me. And I, I turned into being an A grade student under her um, teaching. She took the sixth grade as well the next year because she told my parents she wanted me to be in her class again. And then she told my parents to put me in private school because she said she's going to be something in life. You know, she's, she's got something. Please um, nurture her education. And- Do you think sometimes it only takes one person yeah. to believe in you that can just kind of push you forward to do like what you have done? But just sometimes it's just one person that can say that sees something yes. in an individual that nurtures them and I swear yeah. like that oh. that teacher Miss Lisa O'Connor is her name she changed my life she made me want to do the same for others because she believed in me and mm-hmm. she saw something in me that I just couldn't understand or connect with and then my mother really was a great advocate for my education as my father was too um, but I found that once I got into high school I started to emulate the behaviors of kids that had a lot of friends. I used to watch them and go, okay, this is what confidence, like I didn't, I just started to come out of my shell. Um, I got into sports, into art, like she really propelled my confidence. Um, And I really genuinely believe that made a huge impact on my career because Whenever I went into my fields of leadership, I started off just, you know, from the, from the bottom up, I worked my way up. Um, every time I saw someone doubting themselves or I, saw, I always saw the potential in someone um, and I could see where they could go and I believed in them so much and I would feed them with that positivity and self-belief and show them where they were actually so strong in, their, in where they were excelling. Um, that they ended up believing in themselves so much that they ended up fulfilling um, incredible growth and future leadership roles. Um, you know, the amount of times I've taken girls from casuals to store managers to regional mm-hmm. to, to, you know, high-level managers, and it, constantly my idea was I need to make myself redundant 
Who's going to step in next? Like, and that's what I would teach my teams. Like, don't be threatened by people who are excelling around you. Think about them as people who you nurture and educate and, you know, manage or lead. As you help them rise, that's how how you lift in life. And it's really not about crushing people to get somewhere in life. It's all about, actually, it's the opposite. Yeah, I think so many people uh, kind of hold not well they hold back from you know with them within themselves but they also if they see other people thriving there's an element of oh no no we need to hold them back too because they're going to overtake me or you know that kind of mindset of no I don't want Mm. someone else to do better than I'm doing which is totally wrong as you say whenever you are helping others it kind of it comes back yes yeah I mean even just the likability you know, people can see there's very little ego, if any, there that you genuinely care about their success. It's just you become a magnet. People are just drawn to you. You become infectious. And I've seen it in people that I've worked with and I've experienced it. And you don't even think about it. It's, it all comes down to your intention. If your intentions are from a good place and you genuine, genuinely want to see people succeed, it's just it just comes back yeah. tenfold and if you're doing it for that reason of it coming back tenfold it's not going to come back because it's disingenuous you, yeah. you just don't even yeah. think about that your purpose and drive and your mission is to help other people evolve and succeed and if you have the ability to see where people's success trails are or what's amazing about them and you, you, honestly like you have the power to influence people so effectively it changes lives you know we're not always the one that can change the world but we may be the one who's impacting all these other lives that are changing the world in in its way whether it's subtle shifts all those subtle shifts combined together uh, will create a huge shift absolutely and it's funny like just what you're saying there whenever what your intention is if you're doing for another person but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, right, okay, but yeah. what's in this for me? That defeats the purpose. You might as well do nothing for anybody if that yep. is your main goal. That's right. What's in it for That's you? right. Um, I was speaking to a, a girl earlier, and we're chatting about um, mm-hmm. like the universe yep. and law of attraction and all that. Would you, is that an area? Absolutely. That you, <laughs> I imagine Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. A huge yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And would you have always been into um, like law of attraction and your vibration and what you give out mm-hmm. and manifesting and yeah. all? And you know what? I think um, earlier on in life, I wasn't aware I was doing it and it was sporadic, you know, cause you don't know, but as you become aware of it, um, there is a power to it. And I actually first came across it. I remember the secret came up when I was like 19 years old and it fascinated me, but that was very commercial. And over, over the years I've realized yeah. it's not necessarily law of attraction. It's not necessarily what you attract. It's more so um, what you vibrate out gets mirrored back to you that's that's how I what I've learned because when people focus on I'm going to attract this I'm going to attract that I'm going to attract a new car it doesn't work like that and I guarantee you if anyone's listening to this right now and they're like oh okay this is going to make sense it really is about what you vibrate out to the world so if you want more love in your life 
it's about us giving more love out there, you know, doing things genuinely from a good place. You know, if you want to be more successful financially, you know, how much value are you giving? It, it really comes down to, you know, you get paid for fulfilling um, a value that someone goes, wow, like that is the, I have to have that. Like what are you doing that you're going above and beyond that is, that is making, giving out that vibration that is bringing that back to you? Um, just anything, just even friendships. Like I just find every day like I really focus on um, getting my mindset right from the minute that I wake up um, to the moment that I fall asleep, especially if I've had a tough day. Um, it really is about, yep. Would you have like a, yes. a ritual kind of thing that you would every day, yeah. right, this is what I'm going to, before I leave the house or whatever, I will take the, yeah. I'm going to do whether it's gratitude. Yes, I do. I definitely whatever. have a, a routine. So um, I was saying this to someone who called me today, actually, they're having a bad day. And I explained to her that, um, you know, when we go to the gym, if we want results, we want a fit body, we, what do we do? We have to have discipline and we have to have a routine and we consistently apply that. We end up getting the result. The same thing is about having a fit mind. You know, you need to have a system in place mm-hmm. and the more you practice it, the fitter your mind becomes and the, the quicker it will become. And you want to maintain it because there's a maintenance after that too, just like with losing weight or exercise. So what I personally do, um, when I wake up in the morning, I make myself a coffee um, and I get my journal out and I write down um, what I'm grateful for, yes, but I also write, you know, all the things that I actually, how I want to want to be or how I want to perceive myself, I write that I am that. I write it in the now that I am this, I am that, I yeah. I am powerful, I am love, I, I am strong, I I only choose empowering relationships in my life you know I um I create great business relationships like everything is in the now it's not I'm going to be um, a great partner I am a great partner I am an amazing friend I am love I am patient I am strong like I write all of that every single day um, and I, before that, I'll start off with how grateful and happy I am. So, you know, I did do some Bob Proctor um, education. I went to his seminar, so I've taken, um, you know, learning from that. Wow. But um, that's how I start my day. I exercise because you also need to look after your body to get your whole physiology in the right state. Exercising helps the mind be fit as well. And, you know, when you, when you look in the mirror and you feel, hey, you know, you see results, you're achieving something. And, you know, there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who may be struggling right now. It's, it's a challenging process at times, right? Um, you know, even being a parent yeah. or just whatever element of life, people have their challenges and, you know, it's cycles. But when you're seeing your body getting into shape and you're noticing these little subtle shifts, it's a form of achievement. You're feeling good about yourself. And, on top of that, I also eat really, mm-hmm. really healthy. And I honestly, that combination sets sets me up. Like it, I want to give my absolute best every day. I need to invest the absolute best into my body and mind every day. And is there ever, you know, the way you were saying there about different challenges that we face, is there ever when the, the curveballs of life come along that kind of, knock you or is it because you have that bulletproof mindset that yeah I I, this has happened but 
I know I can deal with it and I'm going to deal with it in a certain way or whatever that means. Do you know the way sometimes some people when a challenge happens, it just knocks them for six and yeah. they cannot mm-hmm. take themselves Yeah, back. sure. But I suppose whenever you have instilled in yourself, like say a bullet mind or mindset, it helps towards overcoming well, the obstacles. Well, I'll be honest with you because that's what I always believe being like, I'm all about transparency. When I do have bad days as well. I mean, it's normal. So I, if I'm living in, a, in my own bubble, I'll be honest with you, like I don't, everything is perfect and wonderful and I feel I'm a very joyful, happy, happy person. So when I'm living in my own bubble and I have just my really great relationships, amazing. But then sometimes there are other relationships out there, whether they be not because of your choice, but those people might be in your life for a certain period. And a few knocks can come every now and again. And that's with anything, you know, even family, people can have love their family but yeah. or may have you know relatives but there's certain things that can come up and you've got to deal with it or it could be in a work situation right there are some relationships that you don't choose but they're in your life so um if I have those kind of situations pop up it can throw me off especially if I've had this day planned but I've put myself into a position now where I bounce out of it very quickly and the way that I do that is I straight away, um, there's two things that I do in particular. Well, three. The first thing I do is I get back to my journal straight away and I start writing and getting myself back on that vibration of all the positive things about my life and myself, what I'm grateful for. Gratitude just immediately shifts your vibration back to where it is. Beyond love, love is the highest level of vibration. Gratitude is sitting very, very close to that. So ultimately we want to be in the vibration of love. And if we're not feeling that because of a few knocks, get back to gratitude, right? The next thing I'll do, yeah. I'll do is I'll do some fitness or okay. exercise or I'll shake my body around. I'll get so I just whack that bad feeling out of my body. I'm like, I'm not letting <laughs> this bad feeling stay inside me. I'm gonna shake it out and I'll dance around or I'll jump around or I'll movement. Yes, I'll go for a walk on the movement beach. If, you know, if I've already exercised, I might exercise again or I'll go for a walk. That really helps. And the third thing is I like to do something nice for myself. So I'll go to a restaurant, I'll order my favorite food or I'll go sit by the beach and I'll order a coffee. My journal might be with me right then and there, but that's usually what I I do Um, and it it changes it. But I'm telling you right now, meditation is a big part of what I I do. Like I am constantly aligning and connecting with um, the universe and I feel at peace with that and I constantly draw on... um, on, on that um, vibration. I would um, say it's only probably in the last 10 years, I would say I was working this out earlier that I started on the kind of personal development journey. And I, <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> yeah. to have to practice what I preach because sometimes I will, you know, dip out and I'll be saying to other people, you know it is you have to and you said it yourself as well like there's the maintenance you have to maintain it you can't just do it for (laughs) like a freaking couple of weeks and then stop and then think oh why is this not working and then start again for another week and then stop again um so I know like with a few of the the curveballs of life as I talked about that then I would have stopped and it was only then when I got back into it mm-hmm. and realized how much better you feel when you're doing it. And then you have, I'm going, 
why yeah. the frick am I not keep, why do mm-hmm. I not keep doing this why do I allow mm-hmm. myself and you know I've been through that too honestly made. like I have gone through periods where it's been like I've been very active with with everything the, the standards I'm setting myself and then I'll, I'll go off it but it gets to a point where it's like do I want to be happy in it really fulfilled and at peace in in this stage of my life yeah. or do I want to constantly be stuck in that fogginess of you know unfulfilled you know what what do I really want if this comes this comes from me like I'm responsible I am the only person who has the true power to create a life and live a life each day that I choose to whether that's a good experience or that's a bad experience and the way I look at it is perception and perspective is everything you know a lot of things happen um, throughout Mm -hmm. the course of the day or week and sometimes things happen that you know, maybe negative. And I tell myself, what is this teaching me about myself? You know, am I going to be reactive to this or am I going to be responsive to this? Because there's power in being responsive and there's lack of power in being reactive. So I have really coached myself in being someone who can be responsive and is responsive now in situations rather than being reactive and just being overly emotional and saying things. And then putting myself in a state that's a low vibration. Because when you're in a low vibration, you are attracting low vibration circumstances into your life. The more energy we put into um, negative feelings and negative relationships, we're actually saying to the universe, I want more of that. Bring me more of that because that's where my energy is. And that brings me to the next point. The relationships, having an incredible circle around you of people who genuinely have your best interests who love you for who you are or at least like you for who you are, who empower you, who believe in you and who are open to receiving from you as well as, you know, they give. Those kind of relationships are solid and it is so important to have those people around you as you are to those people as well. It's a mirroring. It's, yeah. Would would you be clued in at a, a, something tells me that you are you know the way whenever you say sometimes people come into your life yes um, like it could be for a lesson are you pretty astute as to right okay this this person is there is a reason this person has come in are you good at figuring it out or are there some people that have come into your life and left again and you're still I, I, I have a very high intuition with people so yes sometimes people will come into my life and I'll know okay this I'm just going to take this every day as it comes um this may be a temporary I can I can look at things like that I can go this has a potential to be something that's long term this is a potential to be temporary this is teaching me something in business. This is teaching me something in love. This is teaching me something within myself. All of it is really a reflection. So, yes, that is an area that I have mastered more in this decade of my life. God. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm still a work in progress. You know what, I could probably one. share if you want me to, um, I guess, I'm trying to, I mean, I've never been asked this Absolutely. question before, so sure. I have to think about sure, it. Sure, sure. Um, and I love that. I love that you're, you're getting me to think. <laughs> what makes me look at things like that? I think it's self-awareness initially, being aware of ourselves, being aware of our own triggers, you know, what sets us off in relationships, right? Um, 
so why are we attracting that per- that type of yeah. person all the time? Clearly, we need to resolve that trigger within ourselves. It's not really even about that person ultimately. Um, things like that. Some people will see re- uh, repetitive um, relationships and circumstances pop up, but then. I look at myself and go, so what am I doing to contribute to this situation? Am I being reactive or am I being responsive? Let's see what happens when I'm responsive from now on, what shifts occur. And I tell you, shifts occur. And those relationships can take on different dynamics. Sometimes those people end up just, it's, you're just not um, matched anymore, whether that's if people want to look at it vibrationally, if people just want to look at it as people outgrow each other, um, and that's okay. And I think the biggest thing is having a sense of peace and acceptance that it's okay if people move on in life and it's okay if we need to move on in life. We don't have to always be attached to everything. In fact, ultimately, wouldn't it be great if there was no sense of attachment and only a level of appreciation in relationships? And imagine even yeah. not having expectation yeah. and just having appreciation what kind of relationship that be yeah I think um there are so many people that have that kind of attachment that you're talking about in that yeah they will just keep hanging on in there even though they may be miserable even though they know in their heart of hearts that whether it's um a relationship mm-hmm. or a romantic relationship whether it's a friendship whether it's and with their career whatever yeah. it may be yeah the whole, there's that familiarity I suppose but there's also the fear of oh, no 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 I can't I can't let this person go mm-hmm. even though it's actually more detrimental yes. to them emotionally mentally physically yeah and, and you know what I think uh, right what ahead, I believe and what I've experienced that, that comes down to um Sometimes we have this void in us, this almost like a gap within ourselves that we're not in tune with yet. And there's something about that situation or that person that we hope that it fits in and fills that missing piece. And that is why we keep, even if that relationship goes yeah. sour or in some situations it can be dangerous, um, you know, what? why are we playing that tape over and over in our heads saying, oh, but it's fulfilling that within me. And some people don't even, haven't even made that connection to understand why that attachment is there. Um, And I'm speaking from, I've experienced this and in relationships in the past. And I've realized that I stayed in relationships longer than I should have. I've gone into the wrong relationships because in the past I was trying to um, save people from, because I could see how, where they were suffering. You know, I said to you, I can see the potential in people and that translated into relationships. And I realized that, they weren't the right people, but they were, it was great. They were great lessons and we learned from each other. And I got to build a greater self-awareness um, because of those experiences. And I think having forgiveness and peace and um, like appreciation again for what those relationships were that they could never have been, but what they truly were, were a part of our process of, of self-awareness. Um, Yeah, and also I think you touched on it there as well, that people think that um, they're going to go into a relationship to be completed and this person is going to be, like, is going to save them or is going to be their, whether it's their knight in shining armour or whatever 
way you want to look at it. But the reality is somewhat different. You have to kind of complete yourself first, don't you? Before, mm-hmm. like somebody can enhance what's already yeah. there and bring out the best in each other but you know you could be looking for somebody to complete you and that relationship might last like in six months might last a year and then when they leave and I think look you're right and the mistake in the whole thing is looking at the word of complete because we are already whole we're already whole it's just people are not looking at themselves as we are a whole living spiritual being having a human experience we're already whole see that just honestly Miriam, that fascinates me it's like i know that i am only tipping the the tip of the iceberg yeah i'm only what's that saying the tip of the iceberg yeah (laughs) and there is so much of it but i whenever i hear people talk like yourself talking about this and you know Mm -hmm. we are like spirituality or energy mm-hmm. or the vibration or the laws of the universe and all that there I am like going huh what mm-hmm. and just I be blown away mm-hmm. by all of this there, and I know there, there's there, so there so is much of it. and the way it's I'm the stage that I'm at right now and I used to think that I used to think like it was overwhelming when I first was um curious about all of this and it's like, where do I even start? What's true? What's not? What's commercial? What's plagiarized? Like, what, what's yeah. real? But, you know, honestly, with just meditation, yes. and yes. I'm not talking about, you know, sitting there and, you know, yeah, I'm, gonna, no, I'm not talking about that at all. Um, Self awareness <laughs> is huge. <laughs> Learning from life lessons, um, being present, just the journaling, like so many things. But, connecting with the higher power and trusting the biggest issue i'll tell you right now is trust people don't trust that it exists they Mm. they are listening to what they are conditioned and taught to believe whatever religion or non-religion wherever they've come from in their upbringing and it's very hard to unlearn what we have learned but we need to unlearn what we have learned so we can actually discover what is the truthful for us? And it really comes down to trust yeah. in oneself, um, trust that we, trusting that we are part of a universe um, and that we are energy and that we are these incredible whole beings just coming out to, <laughs> to life to, to learn and for our souls to just evolve further ultimately you know to find it to find or not even find to align with what your divine purpose is and that can change throughout a lifetime but right now if I'm to just use myself as an example my divine purpose is to help people find freedom and acceptance within themselves and that is because my life was brought up in don't be yourself, be this way, don't act that way. So what did I do? I ended up converting that, um, the pain of it because it was painful, the pain of being confused of who am I meant to be, but I'm not that person, this is who I am. The fight, the internal struggle of that throughout my life to going, you know what, stuff it, that's the PG version. (laughs) I don't care anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you must have an inner strength and inner strength, Miriam, to that because there's so many other people who may have been dealt the same cards or similar cards and they just accepted it and thought, right, well, okay, I'll just trudge along and 
but there was a uh, resilience within you and an inner strength that you were no, no you're that, right that's and not the like I say I always say I myself. have this burning desire in me this passion this drive this determination and even when I'm tested and when I have my moments of feeling weak I just get back up again and I go, no, you know, I'm not giving up. I know that I'm here for a reason. I know I can help people. I know I have helped people. I'm not going to let my own head get in the way of what my heart is here to do. And that's why I always say it's great to educate the mind and have knowledge. Absolutely. I'm all for it. I'm a believer and I'm a doer, but always lead from the heart. And I think that's really what I identify and see a lot of the time. People are leading from the head, even when it comes to their own self-awareness and they're not feeling through it. Um, They're thinking too hard about it. They're complicating it. It's actually quite simple. As much as it's complex, it's very simple. It's just simple. It's being still. It's It's looking, it's being grateful and looking at yourself and going, this is who I am. This is what I look like. Yeah, I can improve the way I look physically with fitness if I want that, sure. And that's a great thing to achieve and have. But this is what I look like. These are my ears. These are my eyes. This is my nose. This is my arms. These are my fingers. They're not going to change. Accept that. This is how I was brought to the earth. And you know what? It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. It's beautiful just the way it is, right? And I suppose, as you said yes. there, that um, we can overcomplicate it. Like you had said that the, yes. the highest vibration you can feel is love. And love is one of the most natural things in the world to give. Um, so if you yeah. are just even doing that, like giving love, that's going to, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, that that's going to automatically lift your vibration, which is then going to have a knock-on mm-hmm. effect because that's, there you go you got it (laughs) you got it it wasn't even that hard was it (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no you you don't right I don't need that is exactly what it is if you move in purpose with love (laughs) if you start your day with love for yourself you you continue your day with love for others love in how you serve love in what you do with your work you know love for your body love in how you nurture and feed your body love in how you create uh stimulate your mind if you're doing it all from a positive place and you're doing it through love you emulate love you you, you're able to receive love you're open you're an open person you're positive people are drawn to you again the magnetism it's just it's just so simple but it's so powerful (laughs) i just had a light bulb moment mariam i swear to god well i'm glad that makes me happy very happy Wow. Yeah, and like because um what what is that called the and I know you were saying about the the vibration. What is it the what, there's a name for that, isn't it? Where it's like yeah, love and then yeah. the there's all the negative all, like all, all the negative feelings, and, um a low vibration, right, anger, hate, they're the lowest. Um and people can look this up if they if they really want to analyze it, you could look it up. But let's just make it simple. If you feel like crap if you feel like crap and if you have negative feelings, Simple, envy, yeah. hatred, you're going to be like vibing low. And guess what? You're going to be repelling people. We know this. It's common sense. We'll be repel people. We will, if we're all tense and frustrated and yeah. we talk like negatively to someone, what's the natural thing? Gonna, usually it comes back that way generally unless that other person is in a state of love, right, and that diffuses it. 
Because when someone's coming at you with anger and hate and or saying bad things to you and you're calm and you're not reactive and you're responsive through love and calm, you're, there's no um, retaliation. There's no, that takes the power away from them coming at you harder. And, you know, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Sorry for cutting across you there. It's funny. Um, and I know kids, generally speaking, they... Um, they do attract people as such but my youngest um well she's 13 now I remember even when she was growing up and she was always and she still is like a real happy go lucky kind Mm -hmm. of and I used to always say she she is like a magnet she didn't even have to speak to people and people were automatically smiling at her or speaking to her yes so obviously yeah, that that's was the, it it's just the literally that she was and that's really out. funny that you say happy-go-lucky because I describe myself like that I, I, I I'm a happy-go-lucky person and um in fact mm-hmm. if people see me not smiling or the tone of my voice is flat it's like hey what's up like that's not like you and I'm like I yeah yeah are you okay <laughs> so um because it's, it's very okay? it's not common for me to be that way so um and people get concerned because like that's really off but um that is exactly what it is and you know she's not overthinking it she's just feeling feeling in um you know happy-go-lucky just light not overcomplicating it not being too serious I've done it before yeah. there's been periods in my life where I think in my 20s and 30s certain um, eras of it where I've overcomplicated, been overthought about things, been too serious, you know. In fact, I'm going to tell you something which I haven't told anyone yet publicly. How about that? (laughs) You ready for it? Oh. Okay, there was one year that was very, very dark in my, um, I think it was 30s. I think it was thirties. I was having this is this is the thing. I was doing the reverse of what I'm doing now. Just to utilize this as an example of everything I just said. I was not eating healthy. I was having a high sugar diet. I was drinking um, about three coffees a day that had three shots in it. So my caffeine was insane. I started getting a serious level of anxiety, and I and I and I didn't. Um, it just compounded because when you eat poorly and you're not exercising, and you're, I was in a very high pressure job, um, and then I went into a role where the leader that I was working for uh-huh. was very negative in her approach and how she was. So I was just getting it from every direction. Like I was attracting it because I was in a very low vibration. So something happened that something happened with my brain chemistry. And for one, about a year, I would wake up, my eyes would um, open, but I was still in a dream state. So I would only see, I would see black in my room, but I couldn't move my body. I know it would have, I know it freaked the living life (laughs) out of me. I thought I was dying. I didn't know what was happening. We're laughing about it now, but honestly, I, say, I thought I was dying. And I'm like, what that. is wrong with me? And I started to not sleep. All of a sudden, my panic and anxiety was through the roof. I couldn't function at work. My results started to plummet. All of a sudden, my life was falling apart. And I would cry to my mother, going, I don't know what's wrong with me. I need help. It got to a point because I was very tough and I wouldn't want to show her because I didn't want to upset her. And it got to a point where I was like, I need help. Something is seriously wrong with me. I don't know what, yeah. what's going on. And um, anyway, I went to a doctor. He wanted to put me on medication um, and uh, antidepressant medication, but I wasn't depressed. 
And I said, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to teach myself how to get out of this. Cause if I can teach myself how to get out of this, I can teach myself anything. So I started coaching myself when I was in that state. I started putting myself into a different state to try and pull myself out of it. I tried everything. I was relentless. I think for okay. a good three to six months, I was trying all these different things and I was, I was having inconsistent results. And the thing that I remember that flicked the switch for me, mm-hmm. I started to pray and I started to pray to God, not for myself, Not for please help me, please help me. I had done that for a long time. Mm -hmm. The vibration of needing, neediness. I was, you know, in a very negative state. I started putting out to the universe if there's, with love, if there is, at that moment when that would happen and and all of a sudden then I would get the art, the sight would come to me, like my body would wake up out of it. I'd I'd start to say, because I couldn't fall asleep. That was the issue as well and it was just compounding. And I would say to myself, I mean, to the universe, if there is anyone else out there in the world who is experiencing this pain right now, please send them love. Please send them love from my heart so they can fall asleep and they can rest because I had issues of falling asleep. As soon as I did that, I fell asleep. Wow. Literally, literally bang because it took the focus off me and my pain and I started sending love out to the universe to to people who may be suffering please take it away from them don't let anyone else experience this that's yeah and for some reason my mind would just switch off and bang because I was having remember I said I was having that issue with waking up and still being in a half dream state but then I was also it it changed where I I couldn't fall asleep because I was getting really severe anxiety I started doing that over and over again and even when I'd wake up and have that issue, I'd, I'd, I'd do the same thing and all of a sudden I'd, I'd come out of it straight away and I literally transformed that whole experience and came out of it because I coached myself out of it and because I was sending my intention was to, to not see others, feel others suffering instead of focusing on my own pain. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, like, yeah. But such a scary, scary experience. And like you can totally understand the sort of the cycle of, okay, yeah. when I wake up. My, yeah, I'm and that's darkness, exactly what so was going I on. And I was so caught up in this. In my body moment. was so um, in such a low vibration. Like I said, I was eating really badly, very high sugar. I mean, sugar is poison. It tastes good, but it's poison. What that does to the brain? Mm-hmm. No. And you don't realize how yeah. much, yeah. how many. You know, food I'm sugar free. Sugar I'm sugar free like right now. I get my sugar oh. from. Yeah, I don't so eat then, any sugar. I have only through fruit, oh, and um, um, yeah, I don't have any sugar. Like I, I rarely, rarely, rarely eat dark chocolate. But everything's whole foods. I drink water. I don't have soft drinks. I don't put sugar in my tea or coffee. I cut it all out. Well, can I just say, (laughs) because you did tell me what your age was. Not that age is important, but you look, and I'm going to curse, (laughs) you you. look (laughs) fucking amazing. I swear. It is. Aren't you you sweet? You are really, really sweet. (laughs) I know. I'm going to 
give you a laugh. I'm at, at, whenever I'm listening to somebody or talking to somebody or when I'm thinking, I have doodled. <laughs> And I've just looked at what I've doodled. I have literally covered a page that in hearts. That is beautiful. I have that, just that been is amazing. drawing hearts. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. So whenever you yeah. had yeah. gone through that that dark period, so to speak, um, both literally and um, and then you'd started to... Yeah, the definitely. Was that that, that was a turnaround, a turnaround for me. For there have been periods in my life wow. where okay. I've gotten close to it but not quite there and, and gone back to old ways. And that's, like I said, let's make it something that's relatable. It's like you go, you work out at the gym, then you give up for six months or a year and your body goes out of shape again. Like I said, it's consistency, consistently connecting to the universe, to yourself through meditations, through journaling, through affirmations. But the main thing, and like I said, people overcomplicate it. I, the last few months, I'm in Morocco right now. And since I've come here, my life has transformed. (laughs) It's nice. It's nice. How awesome for you. (laughs) Um, I have just totally, this is the first time in a long time in my life where I've just totally focused on um, becoming as much love as I possibly can be every day towards myself, towards others, through what I do. Um, And my whole life's transformed because of it. I just feel like this is the best I've ever felt in my entire life to date. Wow. It is. And it's really simple. And I'm not saying everything's perfect in my life. It's far from it. But I can look at it as... I'm just grateful for everything because everything is serving a purpose. Even the tough things that go on every few days in my life, the little things that prick me the wrong way that just set me off sometimes, I'm grateful for them because they're teaching me to be more resilient and I'm learning how to be far more responsive and less reactive. Like I'm growing up in a way and really stepping into into my form, you know. Totally. And do you find, um, I, I have noticed over the years, like working with women, particularly women, that when it comes to saying to them or recommending, because obviously you can't yeah. make anybody do anything. You can just recommend, right, well, this might help, et cetera, et cetera. There's this mentality of um, like self-love or self-care or me time whatever that they'll automatically go oh no 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 I, I haven't time for me time I can't be putting myself before like my partner or my kids or whatever yes and I'm thinking no but you you have to that that is a must because ultimately when you put yourself for because at the minute you're at the fucking bottom of the pile and you're mm-hmm. burning yourself out and you are of no benefit to anyone but yet they still have that in their head oh no but I can't that's really selfish to put yourself first yeah. and you're going no, honestly I, I used to do that I, oh my gosh wrong I was so overly selfless that it was um to my detriment like I put everyone first. In fact, like I said, before I even came to Morocco, yeah. I was doing it the last three years. I totally sacrificed so many areas of my life, including my health, but a lot of areas of my life. And I look back now, I've made some massive shifts and I've said no more because they were depleting me and I, and I didn't realize how unhappy I was. 
Um, and now I look back and I go, but you know what? It all happened for a reason. It was all there to serve me. It all had a purpose. And if I hadn't gone through all of that, I wouldn't be where I am now. But yes, I was the person who would wake up at um, five in the morning and volunteer to do some to to help someone else at five thirty in the morning. You know, it, when it didn't have to be me. You know, I was the person who would be the first one to wake up and the last one to go to sleep just to make sure everyone else was okay. You know, I'd, I'd cancel dates to be there for other people. I, you know, I didn't look after my romantic life. You know, I didn't have a partner the last few years because I was putting everyone else before before my own um, desires, you know, and um, everything. You know, I took so many um, cuts to make yeah. sure everyone else was okay and it, it backfired. It really did backfire. So I've learned now, like, I am no good to anybody if I'm not good to myself. And that is a huge, huge, huge lesson that I've learned. And people might say, oh, what is she? She's not. Yes, I was looking after children even the last three years. I volunteered. And you know what? That was a massive highlight and I don't regret any of it. And I would do it over and over again for those three children because they were a gift in my life. And it was hard work. But uh-huh. I know those kids have something very special from the time that we spent together and they'll carry that into their adult life. So sometimes it's worth it. But if I had carried on that way of, you know, constantly putting others first collectively in everything I was doing, you know, I would, I would, I would be very miserable because ultimately um, everyone was before me. And now it's not that I'm before everyone, but in a way I am. My mental health, my physical health, my my the love I feel for myself that is not egotistical it is just pure acceptance love and self-care love Mm -hmm. that comes first and when because then I can give more openly and truly lovingly to others and let me ask you a question because people around you were so used to the Maryam that would yeah. have been putting herself oh, last yeah. before <laughs> herself whenever the goalpost changed. Oh, gosh. How did, um, that how hasn't they, gone down well for some relationships. That? And you know what I say about <laughs> that? This is where I come from. I love all of these mm-hmm. people tremendously. I love them for who they are. I love them for what they've brought into my life. And I understand that sometimes change is hard to accept and everyone's on their own journey. And all I can do is hold space for when they are ready to yeah. accept and love who I am now instead of um, hold on to who I used to be. And when they are ready to accept and love who I am now, my heart is open. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here waiting for them. Maybe it will never um, reunite. Maybe we're just going to go in different directions, but I will always hold love for them. And, you know, if they come towards me with love and light, my, my heart is always open. Yeah, because that that is the, it is funny whenever you do start to, um, yeah. the well, self love person development journey, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah. that some people's noses are slightly knocked out of yeah. joint because they have been so used to you being a certain way. And it is, and also changes, if you think about it, like, they were translating the love that I was giving <laughs> in a very different way because it was different. My love before was um to validate really value my value. I was overgiving and oversharing and over sacrificing because I needed to feel yeah. that I was needed. 
So that love that they identified as with me, now they think those people think I don't love them, but I love them even more now. I love them from a secure, safe, real, pure love place. It's very different. But it's like I said, everyone needs their own time to figure things out slightly and that vibration to match because we're on different vibrations now. And sometimes when you're on a different vibration, you just don't, you're on the, you're not on the same frequency. You're not going to click. It's like when you have chemistry and compatibility, you're on a similar frequency with that person. Right. And sometimes we're not, we we don't get along with someone. We just repel each other. We're yeah. on different frequencies. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think it's okay to just sit, sit in stillness and, and appreciate that and go, okay, we're different, but I can still honor and love your existence. But it doesn't mean that that person needs to be in your everyday life. Absolutely. And do you find that whenever you come into contact with people now, because your vibration is so high and if they are at a lower vibration, yeah. can you feel it within your, do you know whenever yes, you get that, yes. like, whether it's uh, yes. and that you know, going, I'm out oh, here walking around no, in Morocco no, no. and the way that the, the male, um, the masculine energy here, the, then the feminine energy, the females are very, you know, it's a lower, it's like, it's that whole thing that I grew up in. In fact, you know, that what I was referring to, and I see that here and some t- and also being right, a tourist yes. with blonde yeah. hair here, <laughs> you stand out like a, like a sore thumb. So, you know, the amount of, mm-hmm. no, and the amount of times the taxi drivers turn <laughs> off their exactly meters and try and charge in. me like five times the amount of what it should be. I'm onto it now. I tell them, can you please turn on your meter as soon as I get in there? No way. And I go, is your meter on? <laughs> And they just look at me. I'm like, can you put your meter on, please? Thank you. And then I become really nice to them because I'm like, you know, but yeah, but going to that topic, yes, I can vibe it um, because I'm aware of myself. I'm aware of my own energy and I'm aware of, um, you know, people. I'm coming from a place of love. So I can see when people are genuine. I I feel it. I feel when they're coming from a place of love and it's an absolute contrast when they're coming from a point of deceit or manipulation or, you know, anger and um, hate are very obvious, but manipulations can, can disguise itself. But we're, yeah. So if you're mm-hmm. coming from a place of um, a self-awareness oh, nice. and you're coming from a genuine love, you can see manipulation. It's, it's, it just shines a light on it. It's clear as day. Yeah, and it, but it's it's mad, how, and it, you, you'd hear different people saying, um, whether it's on like Insta stories or people that you meet or whatever no. with this particular topic, energy never lies. You can tell you're, the energy you're right. speaks hundred percent. And you know, I've met people who <laughs> I knew were stealing. I could feel it, and that's in my career. Like when I used to run those stores, I was talking to you about. I knew there was someone stealing in that store before I even did the loss prevention checks. I, I could feel it. It's just something in the body language, in the energy of the person, the look in their eye. You, you know, things, you can't lie. Neg- negative yeah. energy is negative energy. Positive energy is positive energy. They cannot um, fake yeah. being each other. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no. And the, th- the thing that they're... <laughs> fooling you but no 
now no 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 that's a great question what is next for (laughs) right now I'm doing all sorts of wonderful things um I am continuing (laughs) with my brand consulting it's something that um I have a high skill set in so I love helping people with it but in particular helping them with an authentic representation of who they are truly through their brand and I think a lot of people struggle with that they don't know should I say that? Should I do that? Oh, is that too much? Do I, am I look like it's all about me? And I'm really there to go, uh, be yourself, <laughs> just be yourself. If the more you are yourself, the more you are going to connect with the people who truly are drawn to you instead of trying to be something you're not. And I help yeah. them through also the visual and the storytelling components of like social media with that. That's one element. The other element is, um, you know, because I've gone through this personal transformation of finding freedom to just be who I am and not giving a shit about what people think. Um, I love to emulate that and show that and do stuff. And sometimes my stories are like goofy or, they're sweet or they're just a moment I'm having um, or they're my thoughts. And before, if you had met me, my Instagram used to be on private. Uh, I used to constantly reject people from getting in there. I didn't want them to see who I was, you know, and yes. And I was just so scared to be myself and now I'm the total opposite. So the more I do it, the more I am encouraging other people to do it because we are mirror. We just inspire each other to be. And even if someone even if someone turns us off, we actually can end up liking that about that person and admiring that quality in them, you know. So that's that's um, something that I'm really passionate about. I'm active on Clubhouse. I'm getting more active on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm being, being more active with pies. advocacy for pies. self-confidence, <laughs> self-belief, um, you know, self-expression. But I also um, like inspiring a positive mindset for the youth and that's something I've been involved in in my career. Um, I worked with a lot of young people but with adults as well. So they're the projects I'm currently working on and um, I'm just really pumped about life. I just feel there are so many opportunities out there and I can feel them coming out to um, what I'm doing and the community around me and, and I'm so open for it. <laughs> uh, and you, do you know what, Mariam? You can tell that you are pumped because you're just like you're. you're at, like I can feel, and I know you're yes. nowhere near me at the moment. But getting back to the energy, we're connected, yeah. and I can feel. I am. That, um, and we're not that far from each other. <laughs> if you look at a map. <laughs> well, if I for one it's minute, not that bad. You're in the you're in the UK, right? You're in Ireland. I would be. Northern Ireland. So you're at the you're at the top of the continent. I mean, three months in ago Northern, I was yeah. living in America in Nashville. Now that would have been far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nashville. Oh, love Nashville. So how long are you? Um, Honestly, I wherever I end up, I'm taking every day as it comes. I could be here a longer. I could be in the UK. I could be in America. I may be visiting family in Australia. I may be in Bali. I'm just seriously going with the flow and the universe. And I know when it feels right where I'm meant to be, I know I'll take that action. And right now I'm meant to be here. So I'm doing what I'm doing from here for now. Yeah. Yes, it is. Definitely. The world is your oyster. (laughs) 
Miriam, thank you. It has been an absolute joy to talk to you. Um, and I appreciate you taking it time. It is my to, honest uh, pleasure. And I feel very honored. And I think you are brilliant and funny and oh. wonderful. I, I love you. I love you. I just love <laughs> your existence and your I'm being. Hilarious. And I you're doing something so <laughs> wonderful. And um, you just, you, you already mean a lot to us. I'm just telling you what you're doing is amazing. you're a sweetheart thank you and it's it's so funny because half the time when I like go on to my insta stories and I'll be talking I just in my head I'm just fucking talking to myself and <laughs> I'm sure you've noticed I go off on tangents and I'll start talking about one thing and then fucking 20 conversations later and I never actually get to the point that I wanted to give to, you know to, to start off the conversation and then somebody will maybe message and go Oh, Amanda, you cracked me up. That was so funny. I heard you say, okay, what I was trying to say, and this is actually what I'm trying to say, what I was trying to say a while ago. It's funny. But that's the that's the beauty of who you are. You know, there's a there's a beauty to everyone, and that is the beauty of you who you are. It is refreshing, it is real, it is quirky, it is cute. And you know, the people who vibe with you are gonna vibe with you and and be there and and um, you know just emulate from what you're giving out there to the world. Yeah. And, you know, even with you saying about the, the yes. vibration of love, if I can make one person smile or think that was funny or as I say, just even, yeah, to smile. That's and it. Think, that's yeah, what okay. it comes down then to. And I love I how you literally simplified it because that's all it's about. Yeah. It's the simple little things, you know. Yeah. Oh, but I because it's like and like here I'm going another freaking tangent. Like I was saying goodbye to you, and now I'm starting to fucking talk again. Um, but yeah. the fact that it yes. is like you can overcomplicate it and make yes. it tougher than it is, but just to keep That's it as simple it as yeah, love. Just keep That's giving the love. Given the love, given the love. Yeah, but you know that that is oh, another nice story. We can get into that another time. Another <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over a bottle of wine. Uh, over a bottle of wine. Oh, <laughs> Marianne, thanks again. Thank you so much. I Have an amazing day. I'll speak to you soon. The rest of your evening. Thank you. Bye bye. Don't forget to like, follow and subscribe. And remember, if talking about it has got you thinking about it and you would like to share your story, get in touch. Until next time, take care.